Welcome to the uh, newest edition of the Sunny and G podcast. Um, this is Sunny Gilligan <laughs> and uh, G Kara coming for me live. Coming. Uh, for once, the Canucks are uh, not doing so well. We usually start off on like every uh, positive note every time the Canucks are uh, playing, but tonight they got spanked by, I guess, the best team in the league now, right after their win. Or are they tied again? They tied. I think they're I think, up first. I think they were behind. Oh, no, because they lost the other day. They lost to Yeah, Calgary. you're right. They're tied. And they ended up losing right. to Kuzmenko, uh, guys. Kuzmenko <laughs> scored again today, too, man. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, back-to-back. Yeah, and they won again 5-3 against the Hurricanes. Shit. So we'll see what happens with Calgary, man. So far, it seems like uh, Calgary might have gone the better end of the deal. But I don't know, man. It's hard to say. Both guys are at two goals. Yeah, that's so true. Realistically, <laughs> one guy split them between two. One yeah. guy gave it all in one. And they're playing the best team in the league. I think if Calgary was playing, uh, they did beat the Boston best. again. It'd be a tough game for sure. I think well, they, uh, they beat them yesterday. The other barely game. though, they beat them four one. Yeah, but like in the game, did not look that close. Ooh. The game was like Boston was just didn't didn't feel like they were a hundred percent there. And uh, look at what they did to Vancouver Canucks, a way fucking better team than. Well, Canucks uh, have been shit in the bed the last Calgary. games too, man. We pulled some games out against shitty teams. We were kind of due for a game like this just because we, were. we we've survived a few games. We haven't yeah. really won them. We just survived them. We came back from Columbus in the third. Yeah. Right? Like, we've had a, we've had an 11, 12-game winning streak. I mean, we were due for some bad stretches of hockey, right, that a team is. We've just been fortunate. I don't think we really had, like, maybe I think it was in, like, early November. I remember last time we kind of, like, were 500. Yeah. You know, we were we were 500 yeah. hockey team for two weeks. <laughs> Everyone is panicking and shit. <laughs> So, I mean, so far, I like the, I mean, the Lidholm trade, it makes sense from, like, a fit perspective. The guy they kind of wanted, a guy who's a net presence. He was killing penalties the other day, too, which is something because Manko King doesn't do. So, I mean, I don't think we're going to really find out about how good of this trade is until the playoffs. Because I think that's going to be the true indicator. If we can get to the semifinals or to the finals, I think it's worth it. Yeah. If it's anything less than that, I mean, especially if we lose in the first round, then it really, you know, becomes an overpay, but... If we can get to the second round at least, maybe third. Uh, nice to get to the third at least. Yeah, it'll so, be good to see now um, what Vancouver does too because, uh, you know, the trade deadline still uh, in March. And there's going to be a lot of yeah, movement, obviously, yeah. on uh, different teams. Different teams just trying to move players, guys that have been waiting around. Like I know uh, listening to a couple other sports podcasts, Phil Kessel's name's been thrown around right now with maybe a chance with the Seahawks since uh, all Seahawks. of our management – Seahawks. Uh, with the, uh, Canucks. <laughs> Since all of our management from the Canucks have all kind of touched on Phil Kessel and yep. their careers. Yep. So he's a well-known guy to the executives, maybe not the players since they're all so young, but good name to be thrown out there. He's obviously, you know, got a lot of injuries in the last little bit, but somehow did <laughs> win a cup. He's won two cups, I think. Two, right? yeah. Two, right? Cups, and yeah, then two, two. he's got a... Well... The thing with Phil Kessel, I think, is that he's still, I think, a good player. Yeah. But he's a very slow player. Yeah, he is. And if you look at our team, we've been trying to get a lot faster over the years. Because once you get into the playoffs, man, the pace of the play picks up. It doesn't get slower. It gets faster. Yeah. So I think from that perspective, I understand how it makes sense. But I think for our team, we need a bit more. A, we need, uh, we still need better penalty killers. Because yeah. our penalty killing is okay. And obviously in the playoffs when, you know, you don't get as many power play opportunities, you need to be able to defend off those uh, huge power plays the other teams have. And B, 
the thing that every team I think in the league needs right now is like a right-handed pairing who can play in the top four. Yeah. Obviously, those first-line guys, no one's going to trade them if they have them unless they're free agents. Um, or you're really like, you know, in a bad situation and you're trying to get ahead of the time. But other than that, that's hard. The probably one of the hardest commodities other than centers to get in the league. So if the Canucks can't add a top four guy, I think they should be looking at another depth right-handed defender. Someone other than, because right now you got Ronick, and then you're kind of going into like Myers, Yulson. We don't really have another. Four. Uh, the other guy from Calgary, Zadarov. But he's left handed. Yeah, he's lefty. He's lefty, lefty. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Cole's a lefty. Susie's a lefty as well. Yeah. So we got a good bunch of left handed guys, but after Ronick, you drop significantly from yeah. him to Myers. And even Yolston's played great this year. Yeah. He's been a really good player, but I think at the end of the day, his best role is a third line pairing guy, helps on the penalty kill. Doesn't have to play like 25 minutes yeah. a game and be like, you know, contribute offensively. So, but again, those guys are really hard to get. Yeah. So, what other than that. Is Tanev, is he uh, right? So he is right handed. Fuck, he would be a good guy for us. Man. He would be. His salary's a little style. trickier for Canucks, yeah, right? Yeah, that's the only thing. Because we're up against the cap. We, we actually gained a little bit of salary with the uh, Lindholm trade because yeah. Menko's making more money. But at the end of the day, we're going to have to probably add like, our own salary to that salary. Yeah. Otherwise, or if another team has to get involved and then three team teams, uh, trades are always trickier, right? Yeah. So, I mean, the thing with the this organization and this management team is that Rutherford is, loves to make trades earlier because it gives guys more time to get acclimated yeah. for the playoffs, yeah. right? So the fact that we made trades at the beginning of February, but the trade deadline, like you said, isn't until March. Yeah. Right, that's a, that gives guys more time to kind of figure out how to play together, get better, because you want them to go through the issues now, yeah, and then have it figured out by the time the playoffs are starting to come. And some guys click right away. I mean, it looks like Zmenko and Leno both got two goals in two yeah. games, right? Yeah. So, what do you think? Like, do you think they're looking to make any big trades, or do you think this is kind of gonna this uh, Lindholm trade was their last big one? I see them making one more trade. I don't know what it's gonna be for. It just. Kind of looking at Rutherford's uh, resume too. He is a guy that will, will make that trade if he sees it out there. Yeah. And I bet you they're making calls kind of around the league scene. And I think the next maybe week, two weeks is going to be another priority of them to see where they head down. Yeah. Because we obviously don't want to get into the habit of getting like multiple losses in a row or something kind of a downfall. But that could also really show us our weaknesses too. Where are the weaknesses now? Because now that we did get the Lindholm trade done a little early, now it gives us some time to assess how you just said the team, mm -hmm. where they're at, what they might be missing. And if we're doing good, I don't know if we really need to go out there and look for somebody right now. That's true. Well, I was looking at the Canucks schedule, and we've got a lot of games coming up in the month of February. I think between now and I think early part of March, we've got two back-to-backs. We've got multiple road trips. We're next game's at 10 a.m. on a Thursday, Saturday morning. <laughs> we got early games. <laughs> We have a lot of we play a lot of good teams in the next kind of three three weeks here, and that's going to be a huge indicator of what this team. I don't think personally that Canucks are going to do well the next few weeks, just because they have a lot of games. Yeah, they got a lot of road trips. The team's going to get tired. I think that's just the way it's going to happen. But in my opinion, I don't want the Canucks to have the best record in the league. Yeah, those teams don't win the very cup. Where I was looking at it earlier today, so 80, 1985 and nineteen eighty six was the first year that they started giving out the award for the best record in the league. Yeah. In those 37 times that it's been given out, 
only eight times out of the 37 as a team with the best record in the league won the actual uh, Stanley Cup. And the last team to do it were those loaded Blackhawks teams. Remember when they had like uh, Kane, but they also had Brandon Saad. They had Seabrook. What's that? Uh, The other guy that they had. Uh, What's his face? He was really, he was always the fucking guy in front of the net giving the long headaches. Bufflin? Bufflin, remember, yeah, remember, Bufflin was, was Bufflin was like their third line pairing dude, man. He dude, became a number one ass. defenseman, right? Yeah. So, all these, and then they had other guys too, man. There was a few other guys too. Um, I just can't remember all their names. Can't but, remember the uh, guy Bufflin, Sharp, Bufflin. Patrick Sharp, oh, yeah, Hosa, Sharp. all these guys, dude. They're yeah. like third pairing guys. Where like third pairing guys became number one defenseman later on, right? Yeah. So. That was a pretty loaded fucking team that won that year too, right? Even the team, you know, a few years ago when the Lightning had the best record in the league, lost in the first round. Look at the best regular season record ever in a season. Boston last year, 65 wins, lose game seven, first round. And the team that beats them went on to win the Stanley, uh, made the Stanley Cup finals, right? So if I'm overall, I don't, you know, it's not a bad thing until, unless this becomes a February, March, April issue, but... They're going to have some tough games. They're going to struggle. Um, I don't want them to have the best record in the league, second, third, you know, somewhere around that. Top seed would be nice. I definitely don't want to play Vegas or, um, what do you call it, Edmonton in the first round either. So trying to get in that sweet spot where you avoid them and still playing well but don't have the best record in the league is what I hope happens. So Yeah, that's true. Um, I think that's uh, probably enough uh, Canucks talk. That is. Um, That's enough for this episode, and uh, I'll see you next time. Peace.